0: Hello and welcome to the Kelly Hale Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Hale. On today's episode, I have a special guest, Katie McKenzie from The Mortgage Group.
1: Hello, Katie. Hi, thank you for having me. (laughs) Thanks
0: for coming in. As my first guest, we figured being a mortgage broker, it directly relates to real estate, so let's do it. Absolutely. Awesome, so today we're gonna be talking about choosing a mortgage broker versus using a bank for your lending so we'll start off by learning a little bit about Katie
1: oh (laughs) thanks for asking so I have been lending for almost 20 years it will be 20 years in October and I spent the bulk of my career working with a big bank Mm -hmm. and uh, decided to uh, walk away from them in 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a number of life changes and opportunity to do that, but also saw the changing landscape with regards to lending. Um, and I wanted more opportunity to say yes to clients as opposed to referring them out to an independent mortgage broker. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and so when it became no more often than yes, because clients wouldn't fit that certain lending niche mm-hmm. that the lender had to offer, uh, I, ma- I decided to make that leap.
0: Awesome. And I guess working as a broker too, um, you're able to develop more relationships relationships with various lenders, probably be a little bit more flexible for you in your lifestyle and all of that as well.
1: Yeah. So people will say, you know, why would you leave a salaried, tenured, Mm -hmm. pensioned, you know, safe job to go out and and do this on your own? So it does provide a lot more flexibility. So not only do we have more options for clients, um, but it does actually uh, wear better with with my lifestyle I love mm-hmm. to be outside love to enjoy all the things that our beautiful city has to offer so I can work at night when you're available mm-hmm. uh, when a client's available after their work hours mm-hmm. so we can actually engage at five o'clock six seven eight or nine and then I can also enjoy the daylight hours and go for a hike uh, yes. myself so yeah. it does allow for that flexibility mm-hmm. um, clients don't have to come to a bank branch to mm-hmm. come see me I can come see them mm-hmm. Uh, don't like to do it in someone's home because there's a number of distractions, or yes. children are, are quite often a distraction. Yes. Um, but that opportunity does exist if if it is something um, that a client does need or requests for for certain circumstances. So. Yes,
0: that's awesome. I, I will say I went through the same thing when I switched over to real estate. Why would you leave this Monday to Friday 9 till 5 job? Well, I never see my family. I'm just working all day. I'm commuting, and, and just get the lifestyle as well as a great great career that i've moved into has been awesome yeah Uh, so like i said we're going to be talking today Uh, i have the opinion that you should use a mortgage broker versus using a bank personally and always told our clients that uh, because the the mere fact that you have options you don't have Mm -hmm. to just go to to a, a bank and only have what they have to offer you. Mm -hmm. So, in your words, why should a buyer consult a broker versus a bank?
1: Great question, Uh, and it is one of the questions I still get asked almost every day. So, the first thing I like to say is that a mortgage broker is independent and objective. So we don't work for any one specific lender. We are all licensed, like a realtor is, through our brokerage, Mm -hmm. so I work with TMG. Mm -hmm. But we can actually say that based on what you've told me and I have searched for for you to match what best fits your needs and objectives Mm -hmm. product x is best for you Mm -hmm. if you walk into let's pick on royal because I love to pick on royal (laughs) but let's say you walk into royal and they say this is the best product and best rate it may be but they can't say that I have also looked at product X, Y, and Z for you to determine that. Yes. They have one product, one rate. Mm-hmm. That Well, they may have a suite of products, but again, they're pushing Royal product. They haven't looked at Scotia's product, TD's product, any of the Monoline products, MCAP, First National. Um, and if you don't fit, again, their box, you can't get financing through them. They're going to decline you and not offer you option B or be lending or private lending Mm -hmm.
0: yeah of course it makes complete sense to me personally so it's good to educate people on that
1: that that would be my first one is so that they're not independent and objective Mm -hmm. they're also not licensed Mm -hmm. so we pay for the privilege to work with clients so Mm -hmm. I have to relicense every two years uh, complete continuing education if I do something wrong I risk my personal reputation Mm -hmm. A bank employee can hide behind, you know, the big four pillars of of their institution Mm -hmm. um, and maybe get fired, Mm -hmm. um, but still be able even to come out into the mortgage broker channel and try and get licensed in that channel. They can still work in the industry. So Mm -hmm. I say when I when I actually offer advice to a client, it's my name behind it. Mm -hmm. And I've paid for that opportunity to be there. So. Um, again, going back to my background, uh, again, too, I've got 20 years of experience. Mm-hmm. I have the banking background, mm-hmm. Bachelor of Commerce degree, and financial planning designation. Mm-hmm. It's that, or you can go and talk to somebody who may only be 19, 20 years old mm-hmm. and gone through three or four online courses to be able to sit there and offer you mortgage advice. Yes.
0: So you have that experience, and you have your reputation to withhold. Exactly. You're just like... A- a realtor, we're independent contractors. Yes, we work for a real estate brokerage, um, but we have to cover our butts so we can continue doing our job. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> you do a bad job and your reputation will, you know, that reputation yes. will follow you and then you, you won't get future work. Yes, exactly. So, um, and the other thing I like to talk about too is that they're more product based. Um, When I left the bank, we were looking to cross-sell 7.2 products per client. So if you had a mortgage, they wanted the insurance cross-sell, the visa, the bank Mm -hmm. account, the overdraft, so on and so on and so on. And if you're allotted an hour to meet with that client, how much of the time is actually spent talking in regards to the mortgage Mm -hmm. and the pieces that are most important to advise that go along with the mortgage? Yes not cross-sell but proper financial planning advice yes
0: you know what i never thought of that before when we when we go into uh scotia where we have ours with went through a broker however and yeah. that was the best option for us a hundred percent every time they go in there we go in there they're trying to sell us something else yeah and um, when, when it's not having to go to the, the broker directly when we have to go into the bank uh, so, great point. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. And it's it's product-based. Mm-hmm. You can't walk in and have a computer system tell the teller that you're pre-approved for a visa and that's the best mm-hmm. offering for you at this point in time. It could be. Yes. But yeah. how, how, do, how are they to know without actually having a proper conversation about your short, medium, and long-term goals? Yes, 100%.
0: So. Okay, great.
1: Yeah, so... And- any more um, points
0: on, on that? Or? Yeah,
1: you had asked me previous to our recording just, you know, if somebody really wants to work with their bank, uh, you know, yes. h- how do you sort of get around that? I always say, you know, who do you bank with? Mm-hmm. Because chances are we can look to place your mortgage mm-hmm. with that lender. Yeah. And our pricing is better because we're not a bank employee, mm-hmm. yet we're giving them your business. Mm-hmm. So we can usually get a better rate than the branch can offer. Okay, And I've actually had circumstances where... Clients have gone to their bank first, been yeah. declined, referred to me mm-hmm. for, quote-unquote, alternative financing, mm-hmm. and I say, well, let's look at the, the A space first mm-hmm. and actually get them approved with their existing bank at a better rate than the branch was looking at to begin with. So. Oh, there you go. So, yeah. <laughs> I know I, I never shy away from um someone going in and talking to their mm-hmm. bank, but uh, just be cautious around having your credit bureau pulled and having that done too many times because mm-hmm. that can impact a mortgage pre-approval and rates that you're offered.
0: Yeah, so when you pu- you just pull it once and then you can send that off to all your different lenders. Exactly. So, maybe we can talk a little bit about that who are the di- what are the different lending options when it comes to um, for a buyer looking for a mortgage versus or other than just the banks
1: so we have access to some of your major banks not all of them allow access into their lending space they have their own broker teams but we've got your standard Scotia TD we also have what are called monoline lenders Uh, people get worried about this term all it means is that they offer one product they Mm -hmm. offer a mortgage Mm -hmm. so you've got your MCAP your first nationals street capital Uh, We also have, um, say, uh, we call them B lenders, but they're lenders that are able to do things a little bit outside the rules, and Mm -hmm. we'll talk more about that, obviously, with stress test rules. Mm -hmm. But they can offer things that are what we call outside the box or an exception to the rule. Um, Rates might be a little bit higher. A fee may apply. Mm -hmm. And then we also have, to the other end, Uh, Private lending, Mm -hmm. where you're really not inside the box, or you're new to Canada and don't fit anybody's new to Canada or Welcome to Canada programs, or you don't want to provide the documentation that's required and you do have a substantial down payment or investments, those kinds of things. Right. Um, Or with pre-sales that are closing, we're finding people are getting stuck. Oh, yes. Yes.
0: Oh, the joy. So, <laughs> I think our
1: brokerage last year used over 850 lenders.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow. So talk about options. Yeah. And let me just point out, to go and sit down with a mortgage broker, it's free. You don't... If, yes. If, again, if you're pretty stuck on using your bank, if you're my client, I'm going to recommend you still go to a mortgage broker. And the meeting with her or him is free. Yeah. So it does not hurt to, to look at your options. Yeah.
1: People shy away from... Even contacting us or emailing us thinking, mm-hmm. I don't want to bother them. It's going to be too expensive. I hate using the word free. Right. Uh, we do, I, I always have a verbal commitment with, with clients right. to say, you know, if you'd like to work with me, stick with me. Yes. But yeah, to give me a call, to ask a question, yes. to reach out, or if you want to come on a hike, you can have me for three to five hours <laughs> all to yourself <laughs> without cell phone service. So yeah. absolutely, there is no cost to work with us. Yes. Fantastic, thank you.
0: So, if someone still is going to their bank, but also chatting with you as well, what are some things that you would recommend to people um, to make sure they ask their bank when they're sitting down with them? Because they might not be telling them all of the different terms, et cetera, that they have to think about that you might be explaining to them more because you're showing them different lending options. What, What are those things that, they're going to sit down with their RBC advisor what should they be ensuring that they have been told about these potential lending options I
1: always say get everything in writing so okay. if they've offered you a rate quote mm. get it in writing mm-hmm. because if it's verbal and it disappears it disappears gotcha. you also want it in writing because it should come along with some verbiage as to what has been done mm-hmm. which draws attention to the verbiage of pre-approved. Mm-hmm. What is this pre-approval? Mm-hmm. Am I a good borrower? Will you lend to me as a borrower? Mm-hmm. And or then, will you lend to the property that I'm looking at? Yes. So there's always two pieces to a pre-approval. Yes. Now what we're finding a lot of times happens is someone will go into their bank branch, they'll get pre-approved, a rate hold in play. But all that means is that the officer has taken their name, address, phone number. They have not asked for any supporting documentation. Mm, Right. And what the lender uses for numbers may differ from what you think they might be using. Mm -hmm. So although on paper the numbers might work, Mm -hmm. when you go to actually have an offer Mm -hmm. and try and get approved for that property, Mm -hmm. the lender says, oh, sorry, no, we used the wrong numbers, and you have no recourse. Yeah, right. So... Um, you want to make sure you understand exactly what they've done. Mm -hmm. And the verbiage is sometimes confusing because bank to bank, they all use a different language. Mm -hmm. Even we do from time to time, depending on whether or not I'm speaking with someone in real estate Mm -hmm. or a client. Mm -hmm. Yes. So that would be the number one thing.
0: Okay. And your realtor should be advising you this. Just because you have that pre-approval doesn't mean you have that financing. So use a financing condition. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. Minimum
0: five days depending on situation, but it's very important. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so that would bring up then something else to ask them is how long does it take Mm -hmm. to fully finalize my approval when I have an accepted offer? Yes. So it's usually five business days that we ask for because there's a certain, you know, it could be as easy as 24-hour turnaround time Mm -hmm. but it's usually not and especially right now Mm -hmm. uh, the market is slow in certain pockets but certain lenders are also very busy because they have great rate specials yes yes. so we want to make sure we have enough time to do that so knowing when your lender is available. So, mm-hmm. bank employees will work Monday to Friday or Tuesday to Saturday. They won't work after hours. Mm-hmm. We have underwriters that will. Mm-hmm. They won't tell us that they're working on the weekends, but mm-hmm. you'll wake up Monday morning at 6 a.m. and then the approval's in your inbox. Awesome. <laughs> so, they do do work when it, again, when it suits their family too over yes. the weekends and in, at evenings. Mm-hmm. So, you need to know when your banker's available. Mm-hmm how to get a hold of someone else if they happen to be on vacation, mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. kinds of things. Yes. Um, because once you enter into that offer in the subject removal period, things have to move quite quickly.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. Yep. And it's good to connect your broker and your realtor so that they are working together. Yes. So if everybody knows about these timelines that we're working with. Very important. Yeah. All right. Um was there anything else there that you wanted to add about um, working with a bank and being aware
1: of? Um, no, I think ask, ask questions. Yeah. If yeah. you have the questions, yeah. ask them. Yes. Uh, we, I find I hear, well, this is a stupid question. You've probably been asked this already. And yeah, we get the same questions every day, but that's mm. why we're here mm-hmm. in mm. order for you to get the information. And what I find is the myriad of inv- information on the web is overwhelming mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I get overwhelmed and, and upset by the way it's written yes. and how it is in it, it's it's causing angst yes. right we have a we have a ruling of how we qualify you called a stress test. Mm-hmm. And then you get all these snippets of information. And when you click on them and actually read the articles, they don't provide any value. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're there to design to scare people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I had somebody concerned about rates the other day and I broke it down and it was a difference of $300 over five years. Wow. But
0: right. they
1: were panicking, thinking yes. they'd be out thousands based on how the article was written.
0: Yes. Yes. I I always advise my clients to be careful what you're reading online. Talk directly to the professionals who are working in it every single day and know what the the reality is Mm -hmm. of, of it all, of course. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, I think that's all that we have time for today. So thank you for coming in today, Katie. My pleasure. And can you tell everybody how they can connect with you? Uh,
1: Yes. Always best through my website. Uh, All my social media links, email, phone number are there. And that's MackenzieMortgage.com, spelled (laughs) M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E. M O R T G A G E dot com or Google search Katie McKenzie. I was born and raised in Vancouver. I should pop up somewhere on your first page, hopefully.
0: Yes. <laughs> um, and you
1: can find me there.
0: Perfect. Thank you. And as you guys know, you can reach me at Kelly Hale at ca or DM me on Instagram at Kelly Hale Real Estate. This has been another episode of the Kelly Hale Real Estate podcast. Have an awesome day.